championship. Can you feel Candlestick? Welcome to Cover 49. I am your host, Tesh, and Bryant Young belongs in the Hall of Fame. I got my main man, Chrissy Chris, in the building. Actually, he's in Fresno, and it's about, what, 88 degrees out there right now? Chris, how you holding? Yes, sir, and it feels like 100,000 degrees. I love winter, especially living out here. It's too hot. Yeah, well, it's a cool 64 where I'm at right now in lovely Antioch. I I hate you all. Jamal, the bag man in the house. What's going on, Jamal? No, man. Chilling. Did some uh, renovation at the house, so I'm I'm, I'm done. Renovation at bag. the house. He's the bag man and the handyman. He's like a man bag him. He's like the tool time. <laughs> yeah, basically. Home improvement. <laughs> home improvement. We're kind of, are we, are we aging ourselves with the home improvement? No, no, we're not. It's a classic. <laughs> yeah, it is. I would say, yeah, it still comes on. Is it still yeah. coming on? I think so. Maybe like on like the CMT or. Oh, uh, uh, I, thought you, I thought you meant there's gonna be like new episodes. I was like, what? Oh hell no, no, that dude. Hello, <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't doing no construction work. <laughs> he wasn't really doing construction work in there. He was also in the TV show. Yeah, he had a couple power tools. You know that little table saw. It was good. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, what you call it though? No, that I mean that show was great. That show was great. But we are the Foodie Niners podcast. It's a better uh, show. Yeah, a 49ers podcast show. Speaking of, we are going to be at Levi Stadium for the uh, August 7th. Is that this Saturday? Yes, yes sir. sir. Oh, man. This Saturday, we will be there. Jamal and I, for sure. Chris got a ticket if he can drive up here from Fresno. He can for sure come with us. All right. All right. We might have to do a show live from the stadium. <laughs> do a show live from the stadium or something. We'll try to get us some shirts. So, if anybody's listening to us and they will be at the game, we will be tailgating. We will have our Cover 49 shirts, and we will be signing autograph. I know, one at a time. One at a time. Find all of the shirt. Find all the <laughs> autograph, too. So it's a donation. All right, man. And so with the start of um, training camp, we got a whole bunch of headlines. And I feel like, guys, I want to just congratulate you guys saying and saying that we've made it this far in our podcast. The tough times are over, and now we finally got some real stuff to talk about. And let's just go off the bat. The quarterback competition or the lack of competition like Kyle Shanahan says it is. Chrissy Chris, do you believe there is no car- quarterback competition in training camp right now? Uh, I think he's trying to keep Jimmy, G- Jimmy G's confidence uh, up when he says that because I think if he says it's a competition, I think uh, as we've seen him, you know, in recent games and – over the years that uh, Jimmy G kind of falls under pressure. So he's trying to build him up, at least give him a shot to going in that, you know, he has a, it's his job to lose. But, you know, we'll wait and see how these uh, preseason games work and how they, uh, you know, how they get deeper in the training camp because uh, always the cream always rises to the top. So we'll see uh, uh, how it plays out in the next couple of weeks. Yep, yep. Uh, Bagman Jamal. What are some things that the Niners are doing? As I, I, I read that some reports came out yesterday that the Niners are doing a little something different with Trey Lance. What are they doing exactly with Trey Lance? 
first few practices, they had him as a pocket quarterback majority of the time. Uh, this past Saturday, yesterday, they opened up a little bit with some uh, zone runs, some runs, uh, throws on the run. So that's kind of cool to see they can use his full skill set. Uh, I also heard he had a fumble yesterday, which isn't very good, but whatever. Well, I think <laughs> it out. I think you can dial that up with rookie mistakes, though. You know what I mean? It, yeah, I think of course it, was, it, is, it is. But it's funny it has this, like, that's listed from like the reports. <laughs> I think it was both the trays bobble the handoff. And so I think that's kind of just like, you know, you got to work. Two rookies. On, yeah, two rookies. You got to work on chemistry. How do you like the ball? Do you like it in your stomach? Do you like it in your chest? Do you like it in, your, in the middle section? You know what I mean? So they're working on all that. Um, but, uh, DeMarco Ryan said that he had a lot of good things to say about Trey Lance. He said that Trey Lance adds a dynamic to the offense that, uh, they haven't seen in the past, especially with the rollout and putting pressure on the defense when he is moving. Um, I read that, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to really see if it's a true RPO for it was a design call run. Um, but I heard, I read that on Twitter that a reporter, uh, said that, uh, Trey Lance got loose on a couple RPOs that uh, they had called in the offense. And I've only seen it one time running uh, in Kyle Sanan's 49ers offense. Granted, he hasn't had the quarterback, but I've seen Jimmy G do a fourth and one RPO. Well, it was a run-run option. So, uh, yeah. Was it R-O-O? Yeah, R-O-O. Uh, R-R-O, run-run option. So um, so it's, it's, it's exciting to see some of the wrinkles. I really believe that there is a quarterback competition. I think the competition is basically when Trey Lance learns the playbook, learns what's required from him, the competition's over. Um, I want to get into it a little bit. The Jimmy G, Jimmy G threw two interceptions. Like I said, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Like, you know, if they're in shorts and a shirt and they're just at practice and a control practice, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. But Chrissy Chris, he had threw two interceptions to uh, your boy, Dre Greenlaw, because... Yes, sir. Lock him up. Because Jimmy G has a problem with sitting in the middle linebacker in the middle of the field. Your thoughts about Jimmy G not getting over the middle linebacker crush? Um, this is something we've seen uh, repeatedly happen, so uh, I can't really take it with a grain of salt. I mean, that's more of a, a more of a pattern, I guess, that, uh, that he still has to work on. It's uh, something you should already have on, uh, down, I would think. I mean, you've, you've seen that coverage a million times. You always take the bait. Um, it's, uh, it's To me, it's a little alarming. That's one of the reasons why I think, like you said, over time, as the train camp goes further on, that uh, once uh, Trey Lance learns the, the playbook and feels more comfortable, that she, he might end up uh, overseeing them in the training camp. It might not even make it into the, to the season. Right. No, you're absolutely right now. Moving on from the quarterback competition, bagman Jamal, your boy Jordan Matthews, who you did like on the Eagles, and when he had a when he was a younger wide receiver, there was very many seasons where you said the Niners should go out and get this guy. Uh, he was on the team a few times, got cut, brought back, cut, brought back again, and now all of a sudden he is a tight end. What are you expecting out of Jordan Matthews, the tight end, Jamal? Yeah, this is uh, his third stint with us, so. I'm sure he knows the offense, the playbook, in and out. It's going to be a new position for him to learn. But, uh, I mean, he's he's always been a bigger guy, a bigger receiver. So, his run blocking – I got to look at PFF, see what they had him ranked as. But um, he can hold his own for sure. I think it's pretty cool to see him out there as the new uh, wrinkle to the fold. So, now we don't have that second tight end to really put a threat in the defense. You don't like Ross Dwelly? 
No. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. He's, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think any defense is scared of a Ross Dwelly. Yeah, yeah, I know you're right. You're right. Nobody's going to be putting the safety over him. Nah, like a royal coverage. None of that. Nah. What if Chris, 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 what do you think, man? Jordan Matthews, do you think he can make the team? Can he, can he contribute? Can he be like uh, Reed was last season? I was just going to say that uh, he could be the, the Jordan Reed of this year. I mean, he is probably a little more athletic, you know, move around tight. He could be the move tight end, get him in space, kind of spread him out. So he uh, could be a potential uh, matchup nightmare. So, you know, I'm open for uh, what he brings to the table. If he's, uh, like I said, put that 20 pounds of weight on there, muscle, all that good stuff. You know, I don't know how good of a run blocker it would be, but uh, but I know Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan will probably uh, scheme something up for him where he looks good and get him in space and do all that good stuff. So knowing our uh, offense, so, so, uh, I feel like it will um, be all right. No, good, good points, good points. He's not going to be inline blocker, though. I mean, they got two other tens to do that. He might be more That's like a boy, Dwelly. You know, kind of scheme fit, big Y. I know they drafted Jalen Hurd to be that dude. You drafted um, Jawan Jennings or whoever last year to be that dude. But maybe Jordan Matthews comes out and does it. Yeah, no, that's a very good point. Um, Jamal, what did Jimmy G say about one Mohamed Sanu? <laughs> I think it was Jimmy G and Shenny both saying that he looks uh, fucking great. I mean, <laughs> great, great right running. But, uh, yeah, he looks he looks great, apparently. Do you believe is it? He worth, is he worth the wait? Yeah, I'm excited, man. I've always been a big uh, big fan of Mahomes, I knew, going back from Rutgers. Um, I was kind of surprised we picked him up and let him go within a week. Don't understand it. But hopefully this stint, he'll last a little longer. <laughs> Chris and Chris, do you believe in, do you believe in the Sanu? Uh, Sanu. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. But, like I said, you know, hey. He might have uh, got healthy, you know, maybe uh, worked out real hard this offseason. You know, I'm not going to judge him uh, just yet. I'll wait till these uh, upcoming preseason games, see how he looks. So he gets uh, moves around, you know, gets a uh, live competition. But you know, to me, I thought he was always, uh, oh, last couple of years, he was kind of washed up, more of a name than any game. But we'll see. Like I said, uh, I, uh, he might have, you know, better late than never. Right. He's been right. working out with Trey Lance, hasn't he? He's been working out with Trey Lance, and which reminds me, uh, we left a bullet point off of Jordan Matthews. Jordan Matthews was working with Trey Lance also for his pro day. So two guys have been spending a lot of time with uh, Trey Lance. Those smart dudes right there. They know Trey Lance is the future, so getting good with them now. Yep, yep. Yeah, just case they need a job. Help a brother out. There you go. So we got one veteran in Jordan Matthews. Another veteran in Mohamed Sanu, and then there is another veteran that's been uh, spotted in the building. He came in for a workout last week, and then uh, I read reports on Twitter that he was still in Santa Clara and he's still lingering around the building, and that is one defensive back, Dre Kirkpatrick. Um, Jamal, am I correct in thinking that he was last on the Cardinals, or am I tripping about that? Yeah, on the Cardinals last year, uh, drafted by the Bengals, been there for a few years. Um, I don't know why he got let go. I always thought he was a solid, you know, number two, three uh, cornerback. Right. Kind of surprised that he was available, and uh, I'm hoping we sign him. It's good death for sure. Chris, what does Dre uh, Dre Kirkpatrick bring to the defensive back room? Uh, you know me. I like them. Uh, those, the the long, rangy corners. You know, uh, 
<clears throat> I don't know if he's a speed guy, but I mean, he has probably good enough speed and all that. I, I want to say uh, he'd be a nice veteran presence too. He's been around the league for a while. So he kind of knows how uh, the game works. And like you said, he was on the Cardinals last year. So uh, he can help us out, you know, with a little information from there. And then he's seen everybody in the division too. So it's not nothing new to him. I hope they do sign him because that's a good piece, you know. He might uh, be like kind of like a, a Jason Ferret or something, you know. You pick a guy up that, you know, give him a fresh start and he balls out for us. No. And for the low. No, you're right. You're right, right. We'll see what happens. So he's still in the building already, report, so I'm expecting for him to get signed tomorrow. Um, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, maybe the reporter was mistaken. They seem somebody else, but Drake Patrick might be on the Niners. Yeah, I did report that uh, Amory Thomas has been looking too good. Not looking good, or yeah, hasn't been looking too great. Uh, our third round pick from Michigan. Yeah. yeah, so maybe he's a little bit of insurance policy. Yeah. How much is that, is Russ? Because he did take that COVID year off. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. We'll see. Oh no, it's just still early. It's still early, but you know, you you can kind of tell, you know, if a guy has it or not. But you gotta be patient. Yeah, but I'm saying if you if you're going to a game day tomorrow, you know, Embry John Embry Thompson is your your slot corner. No. Oh man, yeah. Or no, he's, not he's, what you got Emmanuel Mosley on the uh, COVID list. So he's at number two then. We brought K1 back, right? Who? K1 Williams. Oh yeah, the shark. Yeah, so he'll be our, he'll be <laughs> yeah. our slot, right? And then we got uh, Barrett starting, and then uh, Eman Eman will be there, and then the ages wonder Dante Johnson. Oh, you keep getting them checks. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, but after that, you got a bunch of rookies, and maybe Jason Verrett adds a little veteran presence. Um, but <laughs> Jason, or not Jason Verrett, uh, Drake Kirkpatrick, but Jason Verrett, I read that looks the. I read that he is the best player in training camp. Christian Chris, do you believe that he is the best player in training camp? Uh, I guess for now, but I mean, every day there's a, there's always a practice guy, you know, who has the best practice of the day. So he might be playing, uh, stacking those good days up, but uh, he's a good player. Do he stay healthy? Um, I don't, I don't know if he'll be uh, overall, as the training camp goes on, being the best player in training camp, but maybe he's uh one of the camp in the best shape and ready to go as of right now. No, yeah, great, right. good player. You're right, you're right. Hey, uh, Jamal, if Jason Verrett stays healthy, is he a top five cornerback? I mean, yeah, he proved last year that he was a top five cornerback. So if he's healthy, he'll just repeat that. We're hoping. I mean, he's gonna get paid for sure, whether he's uh balls out or not the one your deal but i also heard that uh marcel harris has been asked to play some uh, linebacker a few practices marcel harris yeah marcel harris playing a hybrid role oh, i don't know man gotta get him on the field he can't no, cover I... for shit so he's gotta do something else yeah <laughs> i'm just saying keep him close to the line of scrimmage there you go yeah i, I don't know man I, don't, I i like our linebacker room man i like I like Warner, and I, I know I say I don't want to pay Drake Greenlaw, but that doesn't mean I don't like Drake Greenlaw. And then I like Al Shahir. Um, all of them are solid guys. But maybe, you know, Marcel Harris brings a lot of speed on the defense. Well, I would say, yeah, but these athletic tight ends that are coming to the game now. So he probably get a little, little slimmer guy, a little bit more hip twitch. Yeah, so, get Warner off the field, you know, he's a liability out there. <laughs> yeah, right. Fred Warner. <laughs> That's the top five at his position. And I would say like one or two. Top five player 
any position. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's the guy. Um. So Jalen Hurd, man, where's Jalen Hurd been the last two days, Chrissy Chris? I guess been balling out. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> balling out where? Not on the field, hey. that's for sure. Not on the field? Not yes, on sir. the field. Well, he's balling out in the training room then. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. The reports are like he's like nowhere to be found. So it's like when that happens, I think there's like some type of thing where his family thing or something where he maybe had to fly back for something. You never know. Or, you know. What's his name? Grant Cohn. On Friday, he said that he had a, a rest day on Friday. Right. Maintenance day. And yesterday, Saturday, he didn't practice again. <laughs> Right, and he was nowhere to be seen. So even like if you have a rest day, you're still on the field, right? Like yeah, he's still at least going to the training room, so you at least get your uh, treatment and all that stuff. Yeah. Like so certainly. maybe he knows the writing's on the wall. Maybe nah. he might be one of the, the first cuts. Nah. I man, mean, we've been hanging on it for like what three years? This be his third year, fourth was, year. That was my that was my dark horse. The Jalen. Oh yeah, he was killing it preseason, playing running back, doing all that stuff. Yeah. So I mean, that would have been nice. I liked him coming out of Tennessee. He was looking pretty good. I mean, yeah, the potential's there to be a home run threat, but the boy can't get on the field. That doesn't do us any good whatsoever. Nope. That's a waste of a roster spot that we can use for somebody else or another position. I mean, <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see what happened to the man first. Like, if he's hurt again, then I'm I'm all for it. But if he's, like, missing because something happened with his family or he just needed another maintenance day, I'm down for giving another, a guy another maintenance day. In the long run, you know what I mean? I just I think I think the guy's way too talented, he can play multiple positions on the field. And he's I, I mean for what little we've seen from him in that preseason Cowboys game, he was balling. So <laughs> you're saying when it comes time to final cuts, his answer to be coming up. Yeah. That 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 just because they give him a chance. That's why I said that first that first line of cuts, he might be one of those people. <clears throat> one headline that we didn't talk about and very intriguing and very interesting. If this guy can give us anything, it will be a really good for our defense. But that is one. D. Ford has been practicing, and he is looking kind of like he's back on the rebound a little bit. Jamal, have you seen the clips of D. Ford yet? Yeah, man. Um, he kind of looks like the D. Ford in Kansas City days. He looks good. I mean, fingers crossed that he doesn't blow his knee out. So, so for the best. <laughs> I mean, look, fingers crossed nobody blows their knees out. <laughs> Yeah, true. True, true. Or Chrissy Chris, what do you think, man? D Ford, what can are you rooting for him? Oh uh, yeah, I'm trying to get some of that money back. You know, I'm gonna get something <laughs> out of that. I'm just saying. I mean, shoot, yeah, he cool. I'm glad you're healthy, but it's like, all right, man, you gotta, uh, you gotta return some of this investment that we put in on you. But uh, that'd be nice though to get something out of him—a nice little another edge rusher, you know. So, and then, get and then, me uh, edge rushers. Yeah, and you can't have too many edge rushers, and we get our guy Bosa coming back. Yes, yeah, sir. We talked about him a little bit, but um, he's looking good. Is um, Ibukam, Sensu Ibukam, looking real good apparently. Yeah, Ibu Ibukam was looking good, but uh, I want everybody to hold the wagon on Bosa a little bit. It's gonna take him a while to get back to where he yeah. needs to get to. Oh man, you know everybody's chomping at the bit to make sure you know are you gonna expect him to come out three sacks first game preseason? Yeah. He's not gonna be that. And I'll tell you why, because a lot of people. The, so the, there's a video of him going around where he's doing kind of like uh, squats, I, I guess you could say, like on the air, where he's bending his knee, showing explosion, and he's jumping off the ground and all that, where it looked good. But there was one play where I saw – it was kind of like a walkthrough play, basically a power, 
The tight end blocks down, the guards pulling. Bosa's position is to take on that pulling guard. And um, the way that he moved, he was hide, kind of hiding his knee, make sure he didn't have any contact with that. Oh, uh, he didn't have the base. He didn't have that leverage. Yeah. To take on that, uh, it that was a walkthrough. It was a walkthrough, but you could tell that he was hiding his knee a little bit when he was squeezing down. Um, oh, you can tell. Yeah. And so what that showed me is maybe he does trust the rehab, but he doesn't want to get banging too much right now where I think they're going to put him on a pitch count when they begin the season. So if we're expecting like three sacks and a fumble and a pick six, you know, in the first six weeks, I don't think that's there. But I do think that if he's even half the player he was his rookie season, I mean, that's, you got to take that till his his knee comes back. He's coming off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Season. I'd rather have him uh, good to go during the stretch run than early in the season. Yep, exactly. It's a long season, too. Exactly. So we'll see what Bosa looks like in five weeks because that's when the first game is. And so he's got some time to really heal. Now, uh, I think we touched on everything on that came out of the first week of training camp. Uh, it's good to have some headlines. It's good to have the players back. But also some big things dropped, some big news dropped, and that is in the video game world, the Madden ratings dropped. And Jamal wants to do a little Madden segment. Yeah, yeah, Take it away, Bagman. Madden 22, coming out August 20, uh, 20th. I know uh, Chrissy Chris and Tesh are big gamers themselves. No. Yeah, boy. Yes, sir. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun if I just do some uh, some ratings out, see what you guys think or don't think, or a little guessing game. Keep it fresh. All right. So, uh, your boy, Jimmy Garoppolo, starting quarterback 49ers. Where do you rank him among NFL quarterbacks? Well, okay, so – or go ahead, go ahead, Chris, you do it. Dude, I rank him out of the NFL, like, 1 through 30? Two? Well, I mean, Madden 22 is rating this guy. So, drop the whole list. Oh, Madden rated, I would say his Madden rating to me, I would guess, I would say, like, about, like, 77, 78. Okay, that's hold, solid. Hold, where would you rank him, though, on all the quarterbacks out there? Who do you think – I mean, who would you rank him right now? Ah man, to me he'd be like, uh, like between the fifty, the twentieth and fifty, fifteenth quarterback, somewhere like that. Like I would say, like I would say, say eighteenth. Let's just say the eighteenth quarterback. Solid. So, what you, Tash? What are you thinking? So I actually saw this on Twitter. Well, Twitter had posted the top twenty quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. And and Jimmy G's name was not on there in the top twenty, and so I was a little bit surprised because I agree with Chris where he's 18 to 20 for sure, 18 to 20. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of surprised his name wasn't on there. Yeah, no, he came in at 22nd, a rating of 76 overall. Okay. 76, yeah, I mean, 22nd. Let me, I mean, we got Kirk Cousins at 79. He's around there. He's around there. Yeah, I would say yeah, low 80s, maybe like 81. Um, what we got here? I mean, you got Derek Carr, Justin Herbert up there, but – um. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny that they had uh, Cam Newton at 76 right there with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, about the same player. Yeah. About the same yeah, player. But, but also, I think that Derek Carr and, and Jimmy G is the same player, too. Uh, I'll take Derek Carr over Jimmy G. That's because you live in Fresno. No, no, no. I, I mean, yeah, that is Fresno's finest. But at the same time, <laughs> you don't get that much love out here. They rated, they've been rated. They feel the same way that we feel about Jimmy G. So... That's why I'm like, uh, I don't know. I like Derek Carr. He's cool. He's cool. I do think that Jimmy G belongs in the 18 to 20 range. I think that's a little bit too low for him. And I'm not even a Jimmy G guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, when he does play, he's productive. I'm not going to knock him on that. He is productive. 
What else well, you got like on uh, I, I oh. feel like it's the system, though, more than it's the guy. What else you like? So, so this one, who do you think is the highest rated 49er on this list or on the on the roster they made? Well, that's tough. Well, it got to be one of the three. And the three mm-hmm. is uh, Trent Williams, Juszczyk, or George Kittle. Juszczyk? Well, I mean, naming a better fullback. But the highest rated uh, on the team, he might be like eighty four. According to Man Twenty Two, highest rating forty nine er they got on here. Who do you think, Chris? Oh, that's easy. It'll probably be uh, probably Trent Williams. He probably like 97, 96. Tesh, what say you? <sighs> no, Tesh, love the lineman. Yeah, well, I was thinking George Kittle, but they wouldn't give George Kittle anything higher than like a ninety seven because. Tight ends don't get rated that high in in Madden, so I'd mm. go I'd go Trent Williams because I think Madden agrees with us that Trent Williams is the best left tackle in the game, but he's not a ninety nine player because he wasn't on the ninety nine list, so I'd give him a ninety seven. Okay, okay. Well, uh, Trent Williams comes at number three for <laughs> 49ers at ninety four overall. Ninety four. overall. Jeez. So they, they probably kill him. Yeah, Madden's notorious for these ratings, man. So it's always fun in games they come out with the ratings. Where they got his speed at? Uh, Trolling speed is actually at seventy six. It's it's up there. Yeah, no, that's, that's, about right. that's about yeah, right. That's about right. It's up there. No, but no, uh, yeah, right now number one, George Kittle at ninety six overall. Ninety six overall. See, they yeah. don't ever give a tight end over ninety seven. Who's they number two? Got, uh, Travis Kelsey at ninety nine for two years in a row now. Travis Kelsey. He's in a ninety nine club. Yep, two years in a row. Uh, he's good. He's good. Yeah, they're giving the tight end some love. Who's the second highest on the Niners? It'll be a two-way tie with Trent Williams and Fred Warner at 94 overall. Oh, see, I forgot about Fred Warner. No, I, I knew Fred Warner was in there, but I thought they'd probably just put him at like maybe like 92, like 94, how they got it. But I yeah, thought uh, Trent Williams okay. would be higher. It's not, I mean, his speed's at 85. That seems kind of loaded for, to me personally. I think yeah. he's in the 90s, or like no, 89. That fool is covering slot receivers in the middle of the field. That's way too slow, I think. Well, wasn't it safety in uh, at BYU? Yeah, safety at BYU. Yeah, it was. So, well, that's that's my favorite Niner, Fred Warner. Well deserved to get paid. So let me give you a name, Chukwaski Tart. Where do you see yeah. him right here? Seventy six. That's a solid number. That's all. Nah, he, he probably like 82, 83. Damn. Here's the thing, though, man, because we like Tart, right? And he. He's every Bay Area 49er fan knows what Tart brings to the table, but I don't think like if you ask like a, a Washington football team who Jaskarski Tart is, I don't think mm-hmm. they'll they could tell you oh, what no, position he plays. Sure. Yeah, no, Madden normally brings him a little bit lower, but he came out at 82 overall this year. 82? That's kind of higher than I thought he was. Yeah, you overall. They got they 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 value his uh they value his skill set. Deshaun Golson wasn't even at 82. No, I think they messed up because I got K1 Williams here at 80. Tried 82. Jimmy Ward at 84. The Shark? The Shark's 80? at 80 overall with 86. Well, what is – okay, what is Verrett's rating? Verrett's 84 overall. Okay, and then uh, Emmanuel Mosley? Oh, I mean, Ward's 84 right now. And E-Man – I have to bring that up. He is at 76 overall. Yeah. Well – That's about right. The – Madden always ranks the nickel quarterbacks low because they have to be the third guy on the depth chart. You know what I mean? So, well, they dropped the ball on this one, but 80 <laughs> overall, yeah, I guess not too bad. Yeah. 
Yeah, let me give you three names real quick. Who's ranked higher out of these three guys? My boy Brandon Ayuk, Chrissy Chris's boy Dre Greenlaw, or the Aussie Mitch Wisnowski? Who's rated higher? <laughs> That's tough. I know it's not Mitch. I know it's not my man Money Mitch. I know it's that, not him. Who, who, what's your uh, order, Chris? I gotta go with my guy. No, I'm lying to you. I gotta go. I gotta go receiver. Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk the truth. Yeah, I think uh, I think his rating is what like uh, what 88, 86? Oh, that's hella high. Is it for Brandon Ayuk? Uh, don't don't say it though, Jamal. Until I don't say nothing yet. I'll let you guys spit uh, you know be your thing. Tell what do you think? The seventies. I think I think it's Ayuk, the Aussie, and then uh, Greenlaw. Okay, this might be a little surprising to you guys, but Ayuk and Greenlaw both come in at 78 overall. Wow, 78? Mitch Wisniewski, 79. Bloody Mitch. Uh, See, I would have given Ayuk a, like an 82 or 81. That's what I'm saying. He's at least in the 80s and Greenlaw, yeah. I would say. Greenlaw? I would have even thought Ayuk would probably have been like. Oh, man, Madden has a way with just getting on people's skin. Look, I got one for you. So we got a 40 yard dash. Who you got? Who you got your money on? Kyle Juszczyk, Trent Williams, or Wisniewski? Trent Williams. No, nah, I'm going with my fullback. Put money on Mitch Wisniewski, 84 speed. 84 speed? Yep. Where the hell did Wisniewski show that he's at 84 speed? Bro, Juszczyk's at 80, and I said earlier, only at 76. <laughs> so, you know. That's terrible. Yeah, I don't know what they're thinking. That's motivation. That is motivation. The rankings is motivation. Yeah, they just have their. Dude, I just I just googled his forty time. He runs a four seven. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the numbers off. That's an eighty rating. Imagine an eighty five rating. Imagine a four seven. You can't that's run a four seven and be in the eighties. That does doesn't make sense. That's kind of that's slow. That's Trent good Williams for right there. Trent, Trent Williams was a four eight though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Lyman, that's good, but a skill position four seven, you kind of slow. Nowadays, you got to be four, five, and under. Yes, sir. Well, we got our highest overall kill at 96. Who do you think is our lowest rated overall 49er? Lowest rated 49er? Who do you think, Chris? Oh, man, that's tough. It's a a tough one. It's a tough one. I'm going to say it's going to be a lineman. I got a lineman, too. It's not a lineman. It's not a lineman. It's not? I was going to say – I was gonna say that dude that we drafted from Mexico. Oh, <laughs> I don't think he's on the team. I don't even see him here. No. <laughs> Shout out Mexico. Yeah, they, sh- they kicked his ass out. Real fast, real fast. Use checks forty is a four seven also. So uh, maybe maybe, w- w- maybe uh the Aussies running faster than everybody else. That looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the lowest, lowest, lowest man on the totem pole. Uh, Trent Taylor. <laughs> he's on the uh where's he at again? He's on the Bengals. And I know that because I read a freaking report that he's the best wide receiver in the Bengals training camp right now. Bro, Jamar Chase, what are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's chilling. Um, all right, I don't even know. I give I don't even know either. I, I, yeah. I thought Trent Taylor. Oh, Ricky James. Oh, it's uh I, I think he's our long snapper and our fifth string tight end. Oh snapper. Yeah, my boy. Uh, hey, man, he's got a heck of a social media following. He does. No, no, I respect it. You won't get the number, though. I'll give you five guesses. You won't guess what rating he gives you. 56. 
Lower. Damn. 48? Lower. No Hell way. Hell no. What, 36? No way. Lower. There, Hell, heck no. Heck no. Don't say zero. 27. I've never seen anybody that low. Impossible. They gave our boy 27 overall. What's his long snapping oh, rating? I don't know that's a rating. That's what I'm saying. Don't put my rating on it if I'm less than 50. 27? Oh, that's 27? Bad. If I was that's him, terrible. I'd be pissed. I'm yeah. tweeting that out. 27, man? For real? I'm a long snapper. Oh, man, that's cold. Yeah, we would never guess that. Yeah. I don't think I ever seen anybody there, 27 in Madden. Cool, you could have cool. bet me like you could have bet me like if Everything. his rating if the rating was under the weather of sixty four right now. I would have took the over. <laughs> yeah, see that's yeah. what I'm saying. All so right, last one. one. Last, last one. one. Who is our fastest wide receiver on the roster? Richie James. Oh, this is easy. This is easy. I got Richie James. This is Tucky Chain and Debo. Fastest. He said fastest. Fastest receiver on the 49ers. Sound like some haters. <laughs> but I'm going to say, since it's not my man Debo, I'm going to say it has to be my guy. Uh, are you Richie James. Uh, hold on. I lost it. I'm sorry. Hold on. Here we go. All right. Fastest 49 wide receiver. Who are you for this? Debo Samuel. What? Debo I Samuel, told you. 92 <laughs> overall. 92? 92 overall. 92? Damn. Debo. What they, what do they got his overall rating at? At his what? Like 88. What's his rating at? Oh, he's a 82. 82. Oh, no, no, but his overall rating is at 82? Yeah, his overall is 82. His uh-huh. speed's at 92. 92. Mm-hmm. Debo, I knew it. Yeah, y'all said Kevin. Also interesting, we have Brandon, Brandon Ayuk, Kevin White, Richard James, and Travis Benjamin at 91. So it's a... It's Kevin, a Kevin White, is that the dude from... Uh, from the, the, for the Bears? Yeah. He's still on the he's roster. Still in the <laughs> he's like a tall, big guy, dreads. I don't know if he has yep. dreads now. Yeah, he still has the dreads. Wow, that's crazy. Hey, when I when I watched that full run, I was like, this fool never ran track before. <laughs> you know terrible I mean? form. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, he's just yeah. hella big. It, yeah, like right. how do you how do you run that fast? You know what I mean. He's just hella big, long strides. Yeah, like he he doesn't drive his knees through his chest. You know, I you know when you're like a kid and they teach you how to run, high knees, high yeah. knees, high knees. It's like he never did. He long strides. That's yeah. it. He ain't. Uh, no, Jamal, that was pretty good, man. Madden is stripping, like always, but that was pretty good. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Madden be wilding. Your childhood favorite jersey, Chrissy Chris. My childhood favorite jersey. Doesn't even have to oh. even be a nice player if it's not, but. Childhood. A jersey favorite. or player? Jersey. A jersey that you own in your childhood that you absolutely loved. Oh, I'm not going to lie, man. It was a throwback uh, Mike Vick jersey. Yeah. Uh, the with the the white with the red numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was uh I, I was going to school fresh with that one. Does everybody in the rap videos had it? Yeah, I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. That 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 one was the player one right there. Yeah. The white or black one, but I had the the white jersey with the red numbers. That shit was tight. Do you want you were with the Jordans or no? No, I have me some uh, Reeboks, the Allen Iversons. But you know about those old school. The questions or the, the, the answers? Or the black with the red tip? Or the black with the tip? You know what I'm talking about? I think those are the questions, right? Yes. Because nice. Well, in his heyday, he had the one with the zippers. And those were, yeah. those were called the answers. Yeah. And then they had the questions. He has, yeah, he has a solid uh, 
solid sneaker line, but I think Penny Hardaway is right behind Jordan when he started talking about sneakers. Oh, yeah, those are those are clear how to pair of those two. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Jamal, favorite childhood jersey? I, I got two, actually. Um, uh-huh. Mike Vick, white white jersey with the red, uh, black number, had the same jersey. And the uh, second one was a Jerry Rice one that I had, you know, for years. All right, listen, I'm not going to lie to you guys, okay? I'm not gonna lie to you guys. It's my jersey contest. I'll give. I'll sign it for you. I'm, I'm. I'm telling you. I'm not lying to you guys. I swear on everything I love. If I if I can find a picture of it, my favorite childhood jersey I had was a Mike Vick Virginia Tech jersey. Remember when uh, it was cool? Oh, okay, I'll give you that. The burgundy. Yeah, I had a white. I, I don't remember if you remember. I wore it in high school, Jamal, but I had a white, and then the <laughs> the numbers were that burgundy. Mm-hmm. It was it was a Mike Vick Virginia Tech jersey. That's nice. I think he was that he was that guy during our era. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He was yeah. that guy. He no, was the face then, of the league. Yeah. In my in my in my first jersey, my first jersey that I bought, you know, I saved up my own money and all that was a Terrell Owens red jersey when I was in middle school. I had jerseys before then, but my favorite one was a Terrell Owens one. Yeah, you couldn't go wrong with the T.O. jersey. Yeah, Back I then, it. When we up, you couldn't. I wore it like, on, you know, I wore it on I think at that day. time, Jerry Rice is on the Raiders. So you see a lot of Raiders yeah. fans wearing the, the Raiders Jerry Rice jerseys. Like, it ain't the same. It still look right. good, though. I, yeah, you're I right. You're right. You're right about that. I, I wore it on my picture day. Okay, okay, man. You guys are talking about it. So your, your top five, man. We're, we're going to do it before we end the show. Your top five shoe lines, Jamal. So your uh, signature shoes. Top five signature like just – any shoe? We're talking like uh, you know, signature shoes from like players. No, I'm talking about. So you guys were, you guys said Iverson. What you says first? You said Jordans, and then you said the Penny Hardaways, right? Yep. Yes, sir. Now, where would you put after that? I yeah, said Iverson gotta, number three. Yeah. And then what, I would say, uh, yeah. uh, I don't know, maybe LeBron's, maybe. Heck no! Would you say it? number three though? Uh, Iversons. Iversons. So you got Jordan, you got the Pennies, you got Iversons. I, I like that list. But you want like the Shacks? Shaq, uh, test more the Shacks. What about the Griffies? Oh yeah, those, those are iconic. Yeah, yeah those are pretty tight. cool. So the Griffies, we'll go yeah. with, with Griffies. Uh, the Dion's too. The Dion's shoes. Oh, was the Dion's was pretty good, man. Yeah, those are tight. The Dion's are pretty good. I don't yeah. lie to you. The Dion's were pretty good. You don't want to wear no Shacks? Nah. That's messed up, Tess. I, 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 I was a poor man. Those are fire. What's the Barclays? Uh, I got a couple of Barclays. They're not the yeah, worst. I guess. I don't know about you know RIP the Kobe's Kobe shoes. You know what? Okay, we yeah yeah. I got a couple pair of Kobe's. So we go Jordan, yeah. Pennies, Iverson. Then I go Kobe's. Then I go Griffey's. But no, no on LeBron's. I'm not a huge fan of uh, nah. sneakers. No, look, just because. I mean, everybody thinks everybody that knows me thinks I'm a, I'm a LeBron hater. I'm not a LeBron hater. I respect <laughs> everything he does off the floor. He's a good dad, right? He takes care of his family, takes care of his wife. That school that he built, he's putting kids through colleges and all that. He's at his son's basketball games. All that, all that stuff is great. All that is great. <laughs> but but the man, but. the man, he is like there's like a propaganda that you know. What I mean, he paying ESPN reporters. To say nice things about him when it doesn't even have got to do anything about him, you know, understand what I'm saying? If it's like something else, Kendrick Perkins and that girl that got uh was in the media, what's her name? 
Maria Taylor? No. Rachel Nichols. Her, uh, the other girl. Rachel Nichols? Rachel Nichols, right? Rachel Nichols, got, like, you know, she got demoted. The first thing she did was call LeBron's people to try to get her job back. Why would she need to call LeBron's people to get her job back? You know what I'm saying? I know. Well, so LeBron got power. That's what I'm saying. So he, he, he's got this. He built, he built this monopoly, whatever. He's in sports media's pockets, whatever, right? And he's paying people to talk about him. Like, if you want to be the greatest, right, don't lose championships. How about that? <laughs> And now you need Russell Westbrook. What about what about also sleeper too, the Kyrie's? No, I don't like Kyrie's. Jesus, you don't like Larry June either. You like the Kyrie's more? Uh, I like them more than the fucking Curry's. I can't stand the Curry shoes, man. Okay, see. I know it's hard. It's hard to make a shoe. You would think you would think it'd be easy. Yeah, but it's it, but it's hard because, like I said, I'm cool off the Curry's. There's a couple Curry's that are good, and they're in the beginning. They were good after. Yeah, but now the, it's like recent stuff. Too much. Yeah, yeah like the, even the clays are better than his. Oh, Clay got his own shoe. Yeah. Oh man. Japanese certified brand. lover boy. Yeah. Certified lover boy. That's that's Clay's uh, new nickname. Certified lover boy. Jamal, anything you want to say about LeBron, or did I did I did I say? Nah, anything? he summed it up pretty well. <laughs> you yeah. tell me they like Space Jam either. Yeah. I give Space look Space Jam for the kids. Did you did your girls watch Space Jam, Jamal? Not yet. Did your daughter watch Space Jam, Chris? Yeah. She like it? Yeah, it was cool. I mean, because she didn't, I mean, she's seen the first one, but this one's kind of like more, like you said, for the kids. Right. Did I mean, the like first one was too, but what did I you thought say? It was, I thought it was cool. I thought it was all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it made LeBron look like a bad guy. He's a bad like, guy. For, for, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> in your eyes, yeah. Because it made him like, you know, forcing this kid, you know, to, yeah. to play basketball, and he didn't, you know, he, he had a game. Have my man Don Cheeto in it, so you know. Is, is LeBron guy. your top five all time basketball no. players? No, he's not. Uh, you have to put him there just because, but uh, my, my list, no, he wouldn't. But he, I mean, he has to be there. What about yours, bro? Your top 10. Top 10. Oh, he's in the top 10 for sure. Yeah, he's in top 10. I'll put so him top is 10. he sitting at six or seven for you guys? No, uh, okay. Look, if I gotta make a list right now, if I gotta right now, right now, yeah. right now, right now, Michael. <laughs> B. Kobe. Jordan, it was in the movie too. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan was in the movie yet. Yeah. I was. go Michael. I go Michael Jordan. I wouldn't go Kobe yet, but Kobe's in top five. I mean, see, oh, this is hard. So where you put Will? Where you put Bill Russell? Exactly. I feel like you can't put him in the list. I feel like that. That the, I don't know. Even though they're great players, Hall of Famers, you know, iconic legends. But I mean, the right way of doing it is putting him by era, you know, and this set amount of years, he was the best player at the time. I'm talking all time. Every but basketball think, player would put the ball. I don't think he was the best player at any time. I think Kobe was good. I think Kobe was the best player in the beginning of LeBron's career and in the middle of LeBron's career. When Kobe retired, I think Steph was the best player. And that's not, I mean, everybody knows that I'm a homer and I love Steph and I love the Warriors, but I think Steph was a better player. Pound for pound is a better player than LeBron James. You take LeBron James, you, you LeBron James skill set. You put LeBron James skill set in Steph Curry's body. What do you get him? You're not getting LeBron. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't you even put, know what to say you about put, that. You put, Steph, you put Steph in LeBron's body, you're getting the hands down the best basketball player that ever lived. You you see what I'm saying? Skill wise, Steph Curry is a way better basketball player than LeBron is. Sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> Very touchy subject. Take us out, Joe. How's it go? 
Jimmy Tom Sula, Jimmy Tom Sula, open up my shirt like Jimmy Tom Sula, got the gold chain on like Jimmy Tom Sula. <laughs>